The following program is intended for mature adult audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. You have been warned. On tonight's Flavored Enemy Legacies Panic at the Opera, we take ourselves back. Back to the beginning before Tales of Vittore. We open at the home of Jolene Free and sometimes residents of Quincy H. Elias. Quincy, Jolene is currently upstairs getting ready for tonight. What are you doing? Uh... Quincy is, uh, probably already ready in, like, a, a, a nice, clean, uh, black suit. Uh, he's left his bow tie untied because he, um, well, he's hoping that, uh, he can tie it himself. He just wants Jolene to tie it for him. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, uh, Quincy is, um... Just, just sort of tidying up the apartment a little bit. There's not too much for him to do because he's been uh, waiting for uh, for a bit now. Um, just making sure he, um, just making sure everything's in order. All right. Could you give us a brief description of Quincy? Uh, yes. Uh, Quincy is um, five foot ten with a mid-length. Uh, uh, somewhat wild uh, blonde hair, uh, bright blue eyes, and a scar running across his face uh, from across the bridge of his nose to either side. Uh, he's a, a little bit lanky and lean, kind of a kind of a swimmer type body physique, um, and he is currently wearing a nice black tux, as stated earlier. Um, with the uh, bow tie untied right now. Uh, he kind of check. Uh, are there like clocks in? Uh, is there a clock in the apartment? Can Quincy like look at yeah. what time it is? Yeah, yeah. There, there is. There is a big uh, grandfather style clock in the uh, center of the room. Uh, Jolene, do you need a hand? Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm doing fine. There is just a. Uh... Well, I'm I'm uncertain. Uh, dark red or, or or black and gold? Hmm. That is a tough one. Um. Why don't you flip? Why don't we flip a coin? Uh, do, do you have a coin? I I don't happen to have one up here. Uh. Okay. Uh. Yeah. And and I guess I'll just roll the dice and say, um, even. She goes with the black one. Odd, she goes with the, uh, the red one. Even, she goes with the black one. Uh, black and gold, how about that? Alright, uh, let me just, uh, take this one off then and get the black and gold one on. Uh, do, do you need my help with that? Uh, no, I've got it, uh, just, uh, just one moment, um... Okay. See, so you you make sure you make sure the tickets are all good to go. Uh, yeah. Uh, Quincy will look at the tickets. Uh, you, you, the tickets have been in your front pocket this entire time. Yeah. Uh. So, 
So, do you know this Amon Quinrail guy? Oh, um, well, I've met him a few times, uh... Oh, quite really? charismatic individual. Y yeah, um... Uh, believe it or not, he, uh, he attempted to ask me on a date. Oh, uh, old flame, I guess, then, huh? Oh, no, no, nothing like that. Uh, no, he's, uh, he's always been a bit too, uh, in his own head for my taste. Hmm. Uh, well, I'm sure it'll be nice to see him. I oh, if absolutely. He's there. Absolutely, yes. Uh, he's done a lot for the, done a lot for the city. Very, uh, philanthrop philanthropic individual. Hmm. That's always nice. Hey, are we, are, are we going to are we going to grab uh, anything to eat before or after? Uh, do do you know if they have concessions there? You know, I I'm not too sure. I, I mean, I've never been to Dendaria Theater, so I'm just mm. unsure of what exactly to expect. Then again, of course, the prices can't be you know too reasonable. Oh yeah, that is another thing. Uh. Why don't we have something light before we go, so that way if there are concessions, we can, you know, just kind of snack on that, versus... Y what I'm saying is we just eat something light, so either way we're not starving the whole time. Absolutely. It sounds good to me. Um, I should just be about ten more minutes. Okay. Uh, Quincy is very tempted to go upstairs or try to peek through the door, but he... Uh, like a good boy, he stays and he waits patiently. Um, that brings us to Briar. Briar, you are on your way to pick up Gamani for this first date, uh, having gotten yourself ready and everything, walked across town to uh, Gamani's place. Uh, can you give us a brief description of Briar? Yeah, Briar is a uh, dragonfly fairy, about uh, just under a foot tall. Um, very autumn-themed in color. He has kind of brownish-red spiked hair. He's wearing a vest that is deep green with, like, mahogany detailing. Um, and, like, sort of a waistcoat that is uh, designed like leaves, uh, the colors of autumn. His wings, um, the, the veins of his wings begin with a yellow and proceed to an orange and then a red at the tips. And the, the translucent webbing is uh, a deep green that proceeds to a red at the edge. Uh, so you get over to Yamani's place and uh, head over and you're getting a good look at it for the first time. Uh, Gamani, can you describe what your what your house looks like? So Gamani lives in a very lavish townhouse, uh, very very Upper East Side style. Um, everything's very minimalist. It's all stark white with um, with a very very light blue. Um, accent on the the window shutters and the door frames and the the frames around the windows. There's a flight of steps um, that's maybe six or seven stairs up to the door, and the door is a bright red. 
Why are you get all the way up to the front door and what do you do? Um I pause for a moment and I um do my best with my to rasp on the door and just give it a good firm knock. All right. Uh Gamani, you are still in the process of getting ready. Um and you hear the knock at the door. Could you give us a brief description of what Gamani looks like and what you were doing? Um, yeah, so Gamani is wearing a, a floor-length black dress. It's covered in beading and sequin detail, and it's very sheer, so you can basically see the outline of her body through the dress. Um, but it's covered in all of the all of the dangerous places. Um, it's got short off-the-shoulder sleeves, and her hair is put up in a very elaborate braided updo. She has bright red lipstick on and dark makeup around her eyes with very, uh, very obnoxiously gold shoes. She's just putting the finishing touches on her lipstick when, um, when she hears the knock at the door. Um, oh, and she's human and she's five foot two. So hopefully, so she's hoping that the, the height difference won't be too extreme. Um, so I'm going to go down the stairs, um, check my, check myself in the mirror beside the door. Um, and then I'm going to open the door. Uh, Gamani, if you could only a perception check, please. That would be a solid four. Uh, there's nobody at the door. Uh, Briar, you see Gamani open the door and look right over you. Does not even notice that you're there. I will. Oh. Could have swore I heard something, and I'm going to close the door. I will, um. I guess go, like, try to, like, begin to speak and rise to more to eye level until the door closes in my face. Oh dear. And give another knock. Uh, Gamani, you hear the door knock again. Goodness. Okay, we'll try this again. Uh, and I go and I open the door again. Now you see Briar hovering at eye level. I take a bit of a bow. Briar Blackspark, Chief Research Librarian of the Cabrium Athenium, at your service, madam. And may I say you look absolutely lovely this evening. Briar, I didn't even see you there. Thank you so much for coming to pick me up this evening. Might I say you look quite dashing. Much appreciated, Gamani. It's good to see you again, and I'm quite excited for our evening's theater. Oh, likewise. I cannot wait to... I cannot wait to... exist in your presence for quite a bit longer. 
<laughs> gives like a nervous laugh. Um, she's gonna smile kind of slyly and uh, reach out a finger to stroke his shoulder. And then oh. she's gonna say, of all the beautiful curves on your body, your smile is my favorite. Uh, Briar will smile wider. Ah, yes. Your words, as lovely as your visage, I see. Wonderful to have found such equal beauty in the world. And will be quite jealous of us tonight, I am sure. Oh, absolutely. Well, shall we? Absolutely, my carriage is just around the back if you'd like to come through my house. And she she holds she steps to the side and holds an arm out to allow him to pass. We'll flutter in. Uh, Kamani's gonna close and lock the door, and then I'm I'm going to step up to a staircase in kind of like just in the middle of the entrance hall that leads to a very elaborate balcony, um, and I'm just gonna pose for a moment. Um, I'll stop and look upon her. Yes, very lovely indeed. Thank you oh, so much. I'm glad we decided to do this. But, uh, you'll have to, of course, guide me though through your home to your carriage. I, I don't exactly know my way around. Oh yes, of course. Um, and I will. I'll hold out a hand for to Briar. I'll sort of just awkwardly fly over and, and rest on the outstretched hand. Beautiful. Just beautiful. Um, and I'll walk through the house to um, to a back door, open the back door, and there is, once again, a very elaborate carriage. Everything that is, everything that can be seen as we walk through the house is very elaborate, a little bit gaudy, uh, very showy, um, and obviously, very obviously expensive. Like, I want people to look at these things. Um, and so is the carriage. Um, As if opposed yeah. to the house, Briar will make a moment, uh, like, make a note of observing various sculptures or art pieces and commenting on um, them rather academically you know your you know your way around art well it is indeed my life's passion and to research all things beautiful and mystical of the world to discover the wonders that magic and mystery have for us i have i have my favorite pieces up in my study Perhaps after the show, you could come back and we could discuss them. 
Oh yes, that would be quite exciting proposition. Kabani uh, is just going to chuckle a little bit and then going to step outside towards the carriage um, and close and lock the back door. Briar will f- uh, fly on ahead and attempt to open the carriage door. Hey, uh, make me an athletics check. That's a 12. Yeah, you, you, you muscle the door open. I hold it open and, and gesture toward. I suppose it's a bit... Awkward, it is your carriage after all, but the least I can do. Oh goodness, you're so strong! And I'm going to place a finger in Briar's hand as I step up into the carriage. You two get into the carriage and set off for the theater. As we round back to Quincy and Jolene. Jolene comes down the stairs. She's wearing the a black and black dress with gold trim around the neck and the sleeves and the bottom of the dress. Uh, it's f- fluted on the sides and has a, a, a cut up the side to about the mid- middle of her thigh. Um, and... He comes downstairs wearing a set of heels and, you know, beautiful makeup. Uh, she's got darker black hair and a a soft and dark complexion. Uh, she's got these uh, shockingly hazel eyes. And she comes downstairs and takes a look at Quincy and says, Oh, look at you, all dapper. I don't think I've seen you this dressed up since, uh, what's that? Um, was that, uh, was that my graduation? Uh, yeah. Uh, Quincy is, like, almost stunned to look at Jolene, even though he has probably seen her in a dress like this before. It's, he's, like, stunned. Uh, Or, sorry, uh. Uh, for a second there, I thought a goddess appeared before me or something. Uh. Oh, shush you. You need to stop. <laughs> um, so, uh, are we ready then? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I got her, uh, I got Apple all saddled up. Oh, oh before I forgot, before I forget, and she opens her bag and hands you, awkwardly holding it completely the wrong way. Hellion, you forgot this on the bed. Oh, oh dear. Oh dear. Uh, do not, do not hold a gun like that, sweetie. Uh. Oh, um, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the rotating cylinder here is definitely like, not the part you want to be grabbing. You typically want to oh. hold the handle like this, and and, and he's kind of oh. like showing her how to hold a gun properly. Oh, oh, my apologies. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't think that you'd want to leave it behind. So. Oh, oh yes, for sure. 
For sure. Uh, he he kind of puts it into an underarm holster that he has specifically for like uh, whenever he wears a suit, as opposed to the one that he normally wears on his hip. All right. Okay. Um, though she will notice that his tie is still undone. Now, I know that you know how to tie a tie, Quincy H. Elias. Do I? Windsor Knot? Mm. Yeah. She kind of grabs both sides of the tie and kind of jerks to pull Quincy closer. Mm. And proceeds to just lace the tie. Extremely slow, but also making sure to make eye contact with Quincy the whole time. Oh, yeah. When she gets to the bottom part, she grabs the bottom and she kind of shoves slowly the tie collar all the way up to where it's completely tight to the neck. Do you, you need me to do it again so that you can remember this time? Oh, yeah. Maybe one more time. And she undoes it and then repeats the same thing again. This time, instead of slowly pulling the tie, she just jerks it all the way through into where it goes right up to his neck and then buttons his suit around it. There we go. All good this time? Yeah, all good. You know, I'm so tempted to mess up your lipstick right now. Mm, but I won't. I'm sure you are. And he just kisses her on the forehead. Well, uh, are, we, <laughs> are, we, are we ready to get on then? Certainly. Uh, and he uh, holds out his uh, arm as if to, like, walk arm in arm with her. She links her arm through his. Uh, lead the way, my dashing protector. <laughs> Always. Uh, and, yeah, he, he leads her to uh, Apple. Uh, he uh, His horse with a red fur and a white mane. Uh, and sort of that kind of turns black around the hooves. Um, he jumps up onto Apple, and then he, uh, holding Jolene ha uh, Jolene's hand, and he picks her up and sets her uh, sitting in front of him on Apple. And then he just lightly tugs the reins, and Apple knows to go. All right, off we go then. Indeed. Ah, don't forget, we're stopping to grab something to eat before we. Oh, oh, in. right, right. Uh, my treat. Oh, you're too, you're too sweet. Well, I'm afraid student loans didn't uh, cover everything this month, so. Uh, yeah. But I mean, at least you got a few grants and whatnot, thanks to your aunt being, you know professor of history and all that is true that is true yeah how is she by the way uh, uh it's been a while since i've seen her and last time she talked to me uh you know she just did this weird thing where she you know just introduced me as your friend is that oh yes <laughs> oh that's just that's my aunt for you she's just a, a character <laughs> um does yeah, she not been, like she's me been working. Oh no, no. It's 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 not that. You know, she adores you. Um 
Really? But she, 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, no, she's been working with uh, Professor Cadigan on some kind of uh, project. Hmm. So what kind of project? Uh, some kind of research project that's happening outside of the city. Some kind of uh, ancient uh, bit of architecture that was uncovered. I'm sure you don't want to hear all about it. Well, no, no, you... The things that interest you interest me as well. I, I mean, I, I love hearing you talk about history. It's like, I mean, I've always liked exploring places and stuff, but when you talk about history, it's like I'm exploring time and places that I could never reach on my own. Well, if you insist... So we took an we took a sample from the bit of stone in this in this cave, right? Mm -hmm. There was a, a a bit of it was a archway and a pedestal built hundreds, if not thousands, of years ago, and well, we took a bit of sampling from it and analyzed it when we got back, and it's quite fascinating. There's latent magic embedded in the veins of the stone, running like uh, like ore from uh, like minerals and such. And it's absolutely fascinating, I tell you. And not to mention the the, the intricate engraving mm. from all the different runes, encapsulating different different uh, societies and different languages and and art styles and diff across different decades. And it's just absolutely breathtaking to witness all of this different different. Uh, architecture all within one location usually you only find instances like that in a museum but it, this is definitely definitely done with a purpose we just haven't been able to exactly figure out what it is that it's it was for so it's like so it's like this one ancient magical landmark and people are building other stuff around it over oh, time no it's it's no, it's 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 like it was all built at the same time by many of individuals who brought all of their different knowledges together. But the only thing that's confusing is that even though these were all engraved at the same time, some of them are thousands of years older than others. So it's like all of this knowledge was brought to one central location and then crafted. Huh. Wow, that I'm so confused and yet so intrigued. Right? It's absolutely astounding. I can't wait to see what more comes of this. Um, I'm very excited. Uh, we're supposed to be getting uh, several of the uh, students from the uh, history department to go and run uh, projects there and, and see what they can find. Turn it into a bit of a, a learning opportunity for all sorts of, all sorts of the students yeah. and such. I mean, so long as it's safe, right? There's not, like, a ancient curses or whatnot or monsters oh, lurking around no. there. No, no, there, there's latent magic in the veins, but it's, there's nothing active there. Uh, all right, just, you know. Uh, I, I remember uh, uh, more than a few times I've been hired to clear out weird crypts that the university's found. Well, I mean, it sounds like to me like nothing is going to beat that encounter with the Necro Rancher. <laughs> oh yes, the Necro Rancher. Uh, man, that guy. 
Like, it doesn't even fully make sense, right? The idea of, like, a horse that's also a vampire. It's like, because then it's only useful when at night. You're, like, cutting the effectiveness of a horse, like, in half. Absolutely. And, I mean, and, unless, like, the, the, the vampiric horse can, like, walk on the roof, that'd be kind of cool. You know what? That would be kind of cool. Oh, uh, we're here. Uh, and, and I guess, uh, they've stopped at, like, uh, um... What is a restaurant that Jolene likes? Quincy would know this. Um, so, you, you were just kind of instinctively heading to this, uh, this kebab cart that's on the way. Oh, yes, um, yes. They sell, yeah. They sell, like, all kinds of different kebabs. They have several different options, uh, um... But uh, Jolene's uh, partial to the uh, the firecracker chicken and mushroom kebab from this place. Uh, two firecracking uh, cracker chicken and uh, one one uh, one beef and mushroom. All right. Uh, yeah, that'll be um, two silver. Hey, and uh, how you doing, Quincy? It's been a while since I've seen you. Oh yeah, it's been a while since I've seen you too. Uh, how's your boyfriend, Ben? Oh, he's doing good, doing good. Um, well, you're supposed to be going on a on, on that that show tonight, but uh, now tickets are a little expensive. Oh yeah, I mean we only got them because uh, uh, Jolene here knows uh the director. Oh, well, that that's kind of cool. Yeah. Let me know how. Let me know how it was. Maybe I'll save up for the next show. Yeah, will do. Uh, tell. Uh, give Raymond my best. Will do. Will do. Uh. And he hands you over the uh, the kebabs. All right. Uh, he. Uh, yeah. He hands the firecracker uh, chicken ones to Jolene. Yes. Thank you. Only only one for you, Quincy? Eh, yeah, only one so far. I mean, the, the, the beef one's always, like, bigger, you know? It's like, look at these pieces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's get going. We can, uh, we can eat while... Yeah. We can eat while we're riding, right? Uh, any kind of, like, spurs, uh... Well, just to be absolutely uh, clear, Quincy does not have actual spurs on his boots because he doesn't need to hurt uh, Apple to make Apple do what he wants. Um, he just kind of kicks and she keeps going. Um, and you guys take off and at a but later, uh, you guys will end up arriving to the theater. Um, but before you guys arrive, Gamani and Briar, you are about um, two or three minutes away from the theater in the back of the carriage. What are you two doing as you're on the way there? Um, I would say that uh, Gamani has broken out a bottle of champagne um, to to celebrate their first date, and they're uh, both having a glass, or she's having a glass, and she's offered one to Briar. Oh. I will accept. Uh, yeah, shrinking down the glass to a manageable size. 
Um, I was going to say he's having a thimble. <laughs> so, uh, what precisely brought you to my Athenium the other day? Oh, there's nothing I love more than a good poetry reading. The second oh. I heard who would be performing, I knew I just had to be there. Oh, yes, it was quite the recital. It's been a while since we've hosted a performance, but it's also been a while since I've been back in the library. My studies so often take me all over the place. Are you widely traveled, then? Uh, not quite as widely as I would have liked to be. <sighs> to be honest, my truest passion is the wizard's art of blade song, though I haven't quite been able to crack that one yet. The way that magic and dance and music flow together in this whimsical display is the truest substance of the universe and I have been seeking that same kind of whimsy and magic throughout all the world ever since. I started with books, that's how I got at the library, but I realized very quickly I couldn't stay there. I needed to see it for myself! Oh, I understand entirely. There's nothing I love more than something beautiful. Whether it's a person, or a book, or a song, or a performance, or a play, or this carriage, or... Or you? More than something beautiful, and I, I enjoy traveling myself. Uh, looking for new sculptures, new paintings, new friends uh, to to set my eye on, if you know what I mean. Why, well, certainly, the beautiful things of life are the most precious things of life. This is so true, and I am so glad that you are here with me, and we can share this beautiful night together. Yes, I am quite excited for this performance. I, I must admit I, I've never quite been to an opera performance before. This will be a first time for me. A, a first timer? That's impressive. I haven't met many who haven't been to the opera. I, I personally have been to the opera several times. There are a few different performances um, that, I, that I like to see on repeat just because the music lifts me somewhere special. Ah, well, um, what would you recommend I would see as my second outing? Uh, let's see. I believe one of my favorites was... Hmm, it's called The Cellist. And... And it's it's all about a man learning to play, but unfortunately, he has only one arm. Hmm. How romantic and yet sad. Exactly. That is exactly how I felt when I first saw it. If you were looking for something a little livelier, uh, there are several about, uh, there are several that I enjoy that are about dancers trying to, trying to find their way 
and one especially is an is is an orphan girl who really only wants to dance across the entire world uh, and and she has to find the perfect dancing shoes and oh the voice of the the first soprano singer is is just to die for it certainly sounds like it i'll have to make a point to come out and visit sometime in between expeditions that would be lovely and perhaps we could go to another show together uh, at this point that the uh, the carriage stops and you hear the, the the driver madam we are here thank you and Jeffrey the door opens and the footmen roll out a carpet Well, quite the display that they guess you do come here often. Well, I, I must admit it's, it's a, it's a bit selfish of me. I, whenever I, whenever I do come here, I, I find that there are these little stones on the pavement and the cobblestones and they don't always agree with the shoes that I wear. So I have my footmen roll out the carpet so that I can get from my carriage to the door just a little simpler. Ah. Yes, I guess uh, rough paths are not something I often think about. Oh, I do hope one day I could show you the joys of flying. Oh, that would be wonderful. I'm sure I'm sure the earth and all the towns and and the land look beautiful from up so high. It is quite a sight. Well, shall we find our seats then? Yes, let's. And Gamani is once again going to place her finger into Briar's hand so that they can walk together. And as you two start walking down the carpet towards the entrance, you see that there's the, 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 the red carpet that is laid out all the way into the entrance. You can see the different posters for all the different shows that are upcoming, but biggest of all is the show for tonight, The Demon of Song. And you see that there's a line to the right uh, for the general audience, um, and the carpet leading in is for the box seats as you get to the front of the entrance, and the attendant looks at you, uh, Madam Gamani, um, tickets, please. Yes, yes, of course. Um, and I will reach into my clutch and pull out um, the tickets for the box seats that I have purchased. All right. Um, thank you, Madam Gamani. Uh, right up to your usual seat, then. Yes, thank you. And you'll have my drinks ready at intermission, as per usual? Absolutely. Absolutely, they will. Shall we, Briar? Um, I guess lead the way. <laughs> I must admit it's a little embarrassing. I've never had someone treat me quite to something so nice, and I can't help but feel a little inadequate in light of all of it. Oh, hush, there is none of that needed. I simply wanted to share the beauty of this with someone equally as beautiful. 
Well, it is something I can certainly appreciate. The lights and the architecture. The story is, is absolutely something to behold as well. I hope you'll be able to appreciate it just as much as I do. That I am most certainly looking forward to. Hopefully, uh, we'll get to enjoy it all the way through with no incidents. Oh yes, I, I certainly hope they don't ask us to leave. After all, we are making everyone else here look just a little bit bad. <laughs> um, and I will, with my finger in Briar's hand, I will walk up some stairs to where my box seats are, um, just to the left of the first balcony. All right. Uh, you head to your seats, uh, and then as you head up there, you see the beautiful stage laid out. Um, it looks to be like they're presenting a a dark and dreary uh, setting. There is low light, um, and there is a bit of arcane green energy just resting at the bottom of the stage to emit a soft light from there. As you head up to your seats um, and you sit down in the, in the front row in the box uh, waiting for your usual um, compa companions who grab the seats behind you as there are four seats in the box. Um, and with that, we head with Quincy and Jolene who are walking down the red carpet after settling uh, Apple in the stable. Right. And uh, Quincy, you were under the impression that this is going to be a general admission, and Jolene leads you towards the VIP entrance. What? VIP seats? Wow. Yes, yes. Um, I have to say, I'm quite happy for this to, uh, <laughs> to get this uh, sort of treatment. Um, are you... Are you excited, Quincy? Are you nervous? You're not nervous, are you? Uh, no, no. I, I just, um, I don't go to fancy places like this too often. I, I, I mean, I don't mind making a fool of myself. I, I, I just don't want to make a fool of you. Oh, shush. You, you could never. <laughs> um, well, shall we then? Uh, yes, uh. And she kind of looks at you, sees that you have a little bit of sauce still on the corner of your mouth, and she just kind of licks her thumb and wipes it off of your corner of your mouth. It's like, I swear, I don't know what I'd do without you. The feeling's mutual. And, uh, I guess he pulls her a little closer and then links his arm in hers, holding her hand at the same time and just walks forward the uh the attendant looks at you and says oh, good evening sir um tickets please uh he he hands him the tickets all right uh you're in box h upstairs and to the left uh will you have be having drinks at intermission um uh, I guess he's trying to rack his brain if um, if it's polite to ask if they're complimentary or not. 
uh, um, make an in- make an insight check. <laughs> okay. At disadvantage because this is like not your not your deal. Oh, I didn't need that disadvantage. Nine. Uh, you have no idea. Um, we'll see. All right then. Depends on how well, we're feeling. Head on up then. And and I guess uh, if there's like a moment where they're alone, he'll like lean over to Jolene and whisper, are, are the drinks complimentary or do we have to? No, no, dearest, the drinks are not complimentary. They run about two platinum a drink. Oh, yikes. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm... It, it, it's okay. It's okay, though. I, I And she opens her bag and shows you and there's a flask in there. I've got us covered. You brilliant woman. <laughs> well, my darling dearest, would you mind escorting us to our... Uh, yes, yes, I would love to. Um, um yeah, he, he kind of takes her upstairs, um, to their seats. He, uh, um... He, he kind of, like, opens up her seat for her first and, you know, wait motions for her to sit down and then takes his seat next to her. Um. Uh, you see that uh, there are two other individuals in the box with you. Um, you can see that uh, Gamani and Briar, um, who are in front of you, and that is all of you in, in the box. Uh, behind you, is the walkway down to the entrance of of the theater itself and looking out at the box you can see the general admission crowd um starting to starting to pour in grab their seats uh further off you can see the stage itself which is looks like um looks like a basically an arrangement of theater representation of cobblestone as well as a backdrop of uh, what looks like stone and a iron portcullis in front of it and there is just like a green energy light that's just emanating around the floor Mm. do they have like uh, illusionist wizards or something doing that that's that's pretty impressive oh yes um see uh my, my friend, you remember, you remember Aurora? Oh yeah, yeah, Aurora. Yes, uh, she had uh, a, a cousin who was in charge of production on this, and uh, well, if I remember correctly, um, he had uh, made some in- inquiries uh, from different uh, wizards and and arcane tricksters and such, and had them work on the set design. Hmm. Quite brilliant move, a little bit, a little bit, a uh, little bit more garish than practical effects, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I do like practical effects. Don't get me wrong, I, but I'd say there's like a you know place and area for the you know magical effects. You know, like it, oh. you you overuse it and then you see it super often and then it's like it's not special anymore. You know. 
Yeah, absolutely. And Gamani and Briar, you're both overhearing this as well. Briar will um, just sort of speak up and say, I think it's absolutely fascinating the way that they are mingling the mundane with the magical. It's absolutely brilliant. Uh. Oh, absolutely. And really, in shows like this, it's all about the spectacle. Uh, right. Um, uh, Quincy H. Elias, and he kind of extends his hand to be shaken. Friar Blackspark, Chief Research Librarian of the Cabrium Athenium, at your service. Oh, uh, and this is the lovely Miss Gamani. Pleasure to meet you both. You feel an uh, elbow yes, in pleasure. your side, Quincy. Huh? You feel an elbow hit you in the side. Oh, uh, and this is uh, Jolene Free. Ah, it's a pleasure, really. Oh, it's lovely to meet you, and I must say you are looking absolutely stunning. Thank you, you as well. I absolutely love that dress. Oh, why, thank you. Uh, uh, do you two come here often? Oh, it's my first time. <laughs> uh, mine too, believe it or not. I had thought so. It is, it is not mine. I, I frequent the opera, in fact. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, must be nice to be able to frequent a place like this. Oh, I find it, I find it quite enjoyable to take in the sights and sounds of a theater production. I do it as often as I can. I, was, I, I came to one show once before, about, about a year ago. It was, uh, it was absolutely stunning, I have to say. Do you remember which show it was? Oh, uh, yes, it was, um, what was the name of it? Oh, yes, it was The Room. And if I remember correctly, uh, it had something to do with, uh, well, now that I, now that I, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I can't quite remember. It's just one song that stuck with me. The way it was sang was... Oh, it's just, it, it moved me. <laughs> hmm. Those well, usually are the best songs. Yes, yes, some... indeed. It's when art points us towards something truer than reality. Yes. Hmm. Um, there was a... There was a... Uh, just... I remember because sometimes I sometimes I find myself still singing the refrains from the piece. It was just it it sort of just lives within me now. <laughs> oh yeah. Could you sing some now? I'm sure. Oh no, my companion no. and I would love to hear it. Oh, Absolutely. No, 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 no. Um, I have been told plenty of times that uh, uh, me and singing do not go well together, and uh, uh, well, especially. Especially uh, karaoke night, Quincy. You remember the last time we went to karaoke night? Uh, we haven't been back to that that tavern since. They, uh, they banned us from the tavern. Remember? That's why we haven't gone back. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's right. <laughs> but oh goodness. But on, well, perhaps it's for the best. That honestly, you, you decline. Honestly, though, darling, I love hearing the sound of your voice. Well, you are too sweet, darling. 
Ugh. And uh, and he just kind of holds her hand. And the lights begin to dim. Thank you all for coming. You see a lone man walk out on the stage wearing a tattered black cloak. Mask over his face that's slightly cracked on the side. Beneath the cracks you can see burned flesh. I hope that what you are about to listen to and everything that you are about to see and hear fills your heart with wonder and loss. For I am the demon of song, and this is my song song. And the curtains close. Is that a monkey? No, no I, I don't think that was a monkey. No. The lights emanate a little bit further up as the curtains get drawn back again. You see the demon of song sitting there, leaned up against a stone brick on the stage. have long suffered in silence, in agony. For those above do not wish to see me, do not wish to hear me. For all that I am and all that I am is pain, horrendous and true. And all we are is shadows. Shadows of who we were meant to be. I learn, I yearn, to sing upon the stage, to be seen for my love of the art, and not seen for the monster beneath the mask. One day, one day perhaps. The demon walks across the stage all the way to the other side as the curtains close. The lights go out completely. You hear the sound of shuffling coming from the audience. Sparks of green light dance through the air in the theater. When the lights start to brighten back up, Quincy, Briar, the money, you see that the audience 
is no longer down there. Instead, all you see is the tattered robed individual, but it looks different. The robes look actually worn, not like a costume piece. The mask itself, old, falling apart. Have you come to gawk at me? Looks up at you all in there. No? I'm gonna lean over to Briar and whisper, is he speaking directly to us? I didn't think this was part of the performance. I believe they call it breaking the fourth wall, my dear. Riveting. What fourth wall? There's only three. With that, you see, I'd like for Quincy, Briar, and Gamani to all make perception checks. Quincy, you have advantage. Okay. Twenty-four. Yeah. I got a dirty twenty. Okay. I got a ten. All right. So Gamani and Quincy, you both see the demon make eye contact with Jolene as he breaks into song. Long have I watched you love. Long have I been near. Do I speak to you now? Or wait and tell my dreams, my dear? Your eyes pierce my heart. So why the face of fear? You will be mine and mine alone. I'll take you from this life. Does he think you are his stone to put through pain and strife? Even now I see you there. I can free us from this pain. Buried softly in your deep dark hair. I feel you deep within my veins. And one day I'll save you. Till then I am with you. Longing and loving. Listening and watching. Longing. Longing. And the lights shut off again. Uh, he, he's still holding Jolene's hand. You hear Jolene on the side. Jolene? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's going on? As the lights kick back on, and you see that the Demon of Song is no longer on the stage. And there's nobody else in the theater besides you four. What? What do you do? Uh, what haunting oratory. Can, can, can I make some kind of insight check to figure out if that was part of a show or something else? Like, I, I'm getting that feeling, but... Uh, yeah, I make an insight check. Uh, 24 again. Uh, this is definitely not part of the show. Okay, this this isn't part of the show. Jo Jolene, something weird's going on here. I, I think we should go. 
This is definitely yes. not the, the productions I'm used to. How unusual. <laughs> and why the four of us? Don't know. No, don't care. We're leaving. You get up out of your seats and head down towards the front door. Gamani, Briar, what do you two do? Um, I'm going to lean out over the balcony and see if I can see anything, I don't know, suspicious or... Or something that might tell me what exactly is going on. Will I go investigate the stage? Uh, you lean out over the back balcony, Gamani, and you don't see anything that's out of order, just an empty empty uh, seats, an empty audience. Um, nobody there. There's no one here inside the theater besides you four, including any of the staff. Curious. Briar, do you see anything on the stage? We'll go take a look. I'll fly over to the stage and investigation. Yep, investigation check, please. Natural 20. Nice. For 26. Um, you look and you see that there is a trap door on the stage. Um, you also see what looks to be scuff marks from where the original the Demon of Song was. It looks to be like you, what you can assume is whoever this is basically tugged away or tucked away uh, the Demon of Song and then replaced him. A trapdoor-like for production, but there seems to be signs of a struggle where the star of the show was seated. A struggle? Oh, um, I'm going to, I'm going to pull off my shoes um, and run barefoot down to the stage so I can meet Briar there. Right, uh, Quincy, you are kind of having to tug Jolene along. She's like, she's going along with you, but she just not exactly running along with you. Um, as you get towards the front door, and um, you get there and you see they're all closed um, I, I try to open it okay, it's locked uh, I I kick the door to try to make an athletics check athletics great oh 18 uh, you kick the door and you feel it like budge a little bit but it's not opening magic. Jolene? Yeah, yes. Yes, yes. Hey, hey, focus on me, okay? Yeah, yes, um... Uh, what, what, what is it? Jolene, something weird's going on here. All the people disappeared. That weird guy was singing at me. It was... Yeah. Um, well, uh... Maybe a, maybe a back exit? Yeah, yeah, back exit. Um, and I guess he'll just walk towards the stage, not knowing where else to go. Right. So you head over to the stage, and 
meet up with uh, Briar and Gamani there. Um, oh. And as you two, as you two get on top of the stage, the lights dim again, and you see the Demon of Song up near where the box of you guys were sitting was. You guys were sitting, and you see him, and he looks down at you all. Why? Why has my life become a joke? To be laughed at and gawked. Look, if you have some kind of grievance with the production, take it up with the director, not us. What? What's wrong with you? Jeez. It... Listen, sir, I'm a fan of performative theater and participatory theater, but it's not what I paid for tonight. It... Bruh. This certainly isn't what I came here this for. This isn't part of the show. This is just another weak, kind of unrelated guy. Wait a second. Are you, like, the real demon of song who this whole musical is, like, based on and whatnot? Are you, like, accidentally magically invoked or some nonsense like that? Goodness, certainly not. It would be quite a curiosity for truth to imitate art oh my gosh if all you see me for is a demon then i suppose that's what i am i'm i'm Prior asking you the, to clarify okay i i want to know you're the one who's being obtuse about this Quincy, with all due respect, I'm not entirely sure we should be antagonizing the man who appears to be in charge. With that, you all can roll initiative. Oh, jeez. Not one. Come on, five. <laughs> oh, we're both not one. It's a five for me as well. I got a nineteen. Oh, someone's on their stuff. Um. So, Gamani, you see the demon of song, uh, lur like lurch off of the balcony and start like gliding towards you all on the stage, as you can take your turn. Um. Well. Um, I... I am going to... Let's see. Is he... Can I... I want to... I'm going to pull a, a hand... I'm going to pull up my dress and, and pull out a hand axe. Like a little hatchet kind of deal. Um off of a holster on my thigh. Um, and I'm gonna throw it at him. Alright. Go ahead and roll to hit. Does 19 hit? Uh, yes, that'll hit. Uh, and that'll be 8 damage. Okay. And then, um, um as a bonus action, I'm gonna 
think about the amount of money I paid for the tickets tonight and go into a rage. <laughs> um, as you Altered see, and resourceful, lovely. As you chuck the chuck the axe, it sinks right into right into his his uh his chest, and you see him kind of wince and clatter it off to his side as he continues to glide towards you. Uh, my turn's done. Okay. So, with that, he is going to arrive, land, and he's going to look at you, Quincy, and say, I don't understand why you think that you can own her. She is not to be owned. And I don't understand. Why you? And with that, he's going to ask Charm Person. Make a uh, wisdom geez. saving throw. Uh, nine. Um, that is going to fail. As you are now charmed by the Demon of Song. As he darts forward and grabs Jolene by the hand. Briar, you're up. I am going to say now that's not very gentlemanly of you. She came here without one. Not you. And I'll cast, um, Witch Bolt. Okay. Uh, 17. Alright, uh, that'll hit. Alright, and I'll maintain the concentration on that. First is 9 lightning. Okay. As you hit him with it and you see him kind of wince as the robes kind of, the, the tattered cloak kind of just turns into this ripped up bits of fabric as uh, you can see these burns all down his neck and all through across his arms. And will that be the end of your return, Briar? Yes. Alright. Quincy? Okay. Um, okay, I'm, I'm still holding on to Jolene's hand. Am mm -hmm. I... Um, I can't attack him, right? Because that's part of charm. Is that you? That is that is correct. You you cannot. You regard him as a friendly acquaintance. But he's still holding hands with my girl, and I don't think even with a friend Quincy would mm -hmm. settle for that. Look, I don't own her. All right, she's. I don't make any claims about deserving her. Love isn't about deserve, it's about... Love is a gift. It has to be freely given and freely received. I'm not worthy of Jolene's love, I just... She loves me. And I'll never stop trying to be a person that's worthy of her love, even if it's not what love is about. I don't know what your 
stake in all this is, but just... If you truly care about Jolene, you let her be. Let her be with the one she loves. And I guess that's what Quincy will do. Um, with Jolene's turn, she squeezes your hand and she looks at you and she says, It's okay, Quincy. You can let me go. And she lets go of your hand. Oh, oh that that hurts. Do I take... Can I reroll my wisdom save from that? Yes, you can. And you also see Jolene mouth the words, follow us. 15. Uh, you break out of it just as you see her say, follow us. Well, I, mouth the words. I, I she follow actually her. Say it. As... Gamani, you're up. You see the Demon of Song pulling Jolene through the trapdoor. As the uh, lights are also going off. It's dimming now. Uh, you realize that by the, by the time that uh, the Demon of Song's through the trapdoor, the lights will be out. Um, okay, I'm going to pull up the other side of my dress and grab yet another hatchet off of my other leg. Um, and I'm going to run up behind him and, and swing the hatchet at his, at the arm that's opening the trap door, okay. um, to try and stop him from getting in there. Right. Uh, roll to hit. 23. Um, that will hit. Uh, so that's five uh, plus damage. Plus two for rage. Oh yeah. So that's seven damage. Okay. And the demon of song winces back in pain and slips through the trap door, pulling Jolene with him as the and lights I jump go out down the trap door. Alright. Um, as you hit the floor and the trap door, you see the Demon of Song like flying through the bottom and curve uh, left. I, as soon I, as you I hit down there. Uh, Briar, Kamani, what are you two doing? Yeah, I'm going to try to follow him and, and do my best to keep eyesight of him and keep him within 30 feet of me and zap him every turn. Okay. Um, as you all round the corner where the Demon of Song turned, he is no longer there. Uh, is there just like a wall? No, you see that there is a iron portcullis there um, and the like the, the the sewer underneath uh it 
Can I make, like, an insight or investigation if that was an illusion, like you really came this way, or...? Um, yeah, you can make oh, an investigation oops, I rolled check. insight. Uh, never mind that, that was insight, I... Seven. Um, can I also investigate whether or not he actually came this way? Uh, yeah, you can, you can investigate. We'll take that up as well. Okay. Seven. Thirteen for me. Uh, you kind of go to, like, check the security of the portcullis and your hands go right through it as you realize the portcullis is an illusion. Uh, I, I run through the portcullis. Goodness. You run through it and you see as you head further in, there is this wide open area inside of the inside of the, the sewer system and it leads left, right, and there are also two doorways on the far side heading further into the, the sewer system. Can I make a perception check to try to listen or see if, like, Jolene left a sign of any kind? Uh, sure, make a perception check. Actually, it was oh, going to be another investigation okay, check. Okay, never mind then. Uh, hold on. Uh, three. Uh, I... I guess... You have you have no that, idea. Would I have advantage because it's Jolene related? <laughs> no. No, I'm not okay. going to get advantage on that one. Uh, I I guess I wait for uh for Briar and just give him the help action. Like, come on, we need to hurry. Oh, uh, he. I guess I'll take cues from him of what I should be looking for. Then I'll I'll try to figure out if I can figure out what where they went through. That's twenty one. Um, so you managed to find some some areas on the stone of the walkways near the near the sewage system that are a little bit more worn than others. So obviously showing a, a, a common area of traffic uh, leading towards the door on the right. The door on the right, best thing I can tell. Uh, I don't know I how I try to kick is. the door on the right open. So you keep the door on the right open, and it and it opens, and you see that there is a big room. Um, you see that there is, at the top, there is a set of stairs leading into a enclosed stone area. Um, in the actual room itself, you see a big, large lyre that is um, kind of slowly just playing itself. Um, you also see uh, there is a large organ with a set of uh, sheet music on it. And there's also a painting of Jolene the... on the wall. Okay. Um, can, can I look at the sheet music and try to figure out what keys to play? Uh, sure. Uh, what? Um, do, like you, do you do you do you have proficiency with musical with a musical um, instrument? No. All right. Then we're gonna make it a. We're gonna make it just a natural d twenty roll. Uh, okay. 
Why are there so many nat ones? This 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 is just as confusing as Jolene's notes on uh, history stuff. Do, do either of you know how to play an instrument? Read sheet music? Unfortunately, I can't say that I have mastered that skill as of yet. Oh, neither have I. I could give it a try. I've been to yeah, you, you, you've I've been, been to, to a enough lot of shows. shows. Uh, uh, I guess I can't give her the help action, but I, if I could, I would. Um, so just a normal d20. Yep, normal d20 roll. Sixteen. Uh, you're able to pick up a little bit about what this music looks like, looks like, and you can actually tell that it is the original arrangement for the song that was sung downstairs when up in the on stage. Oh goodness! This is the song that was being sung on on stage while we were still in the can, audience. Can we try to play it on the organ? Now that I don't know. Is the self-playing heart playing the same tune? It is, actually. Okay, um, then, then I guess we just gotta time it to the harp. Um. It it probably takes us a while. <laughs> I would. I would like um, to try to play it. So you sit down, and you start to play it. And it just, it doesn't sound right. It sounds too upbeat. Like the the keys and the notes and everything and timing are all perfect. But for some reason, it sounds too upbeat, too jovial. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Perhaps uh, if I play an octave lower. Can I investigate the inner workings of the organ? Sure, go ahead. Uh, make an investigation check. I'm just going to, like, you know, be small and fly inside the pipes and everything. Uh, 15. Um, it's a standard, um, it's a standard organ. Nothing, nothing particularly interesting, um, in regards to this particular organ. Um, but you do notice that, uh, the, the wood near where the sheet music is, 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 uh, Heavily warped from moisture. I just think the the instrument isn't in good shape. Uh, does broken organ will never play the music properly? How do we? As sad as the song, we need to play. Um. Perhaps, Quincy, if um, you were to sing it, since it is about your love, uh, and, well, now he and you have switched places. Uh, haven't we? And I, I guess Quincy will try his best to sing that song? Um, okay, I will... 
Long have I watched you love Long have I been near Do I speak to you now Or wait until my dreams, my dear Your eyes pierce my heart So why the face of fear you will be mine and mine alone I will take you from this life Does he think you are his to own To put you through pain and strife Even now I see you there I can free us from this pain Buried softly in your deep dark hair, I feel you deep within my veins, and one day I'll save you. Till then, I am with you, longing and loving. Listening and watching. The door up near where the stairways are opens up. Uh, I, I, I go up, I rush up the stairs. Gumani breaks into applause and rushes after him, clapping furiously. <laughs> Yes, I will also follow. Simply magnificent, dear huh? boy. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, he's well, already, he's, he back. says that while rushing up the stairs. As you, as you head up the stairs, you see Jolene there sitting on a chair. No one else in there. There's a desk with sheet music strewn about. Um, there is a painting on the back wall of a orchestra playing. And there is a bit of stained glass looking out over the theater itself. What in the world? Uh, do You see Jolene's there sitting in the chair. She's just very obviously uh, has been crying. Well, first of all, do I... Is this an illusion of Jolene or Jolene? Um, would you like to make an investigation? Do I have advantage on this one? check? Yes, I will give you advantage on this one. 18. Uh, no, this Jolene. is not an illusion. Uh, he immediately rushes to her side. Yes, Quincy. What happened? Are are you okay? I'm I'm fine. What's going on? What what is this place? The same voice that I heard a year ago. What? 
I, I don't know how to explain it. I just felt it. Um, he's, he's hurting, Quincy. I, I want to help him. I just, I don't know how. Uh, okay. Okay. If he... No, I'm sorry no, no, to no. scare it, you. He just wants, if that's, he really should have gone about asking for it in the proper way. But if all he wants is our help, I'll give it to the, uh, I'll give him that. Uh, Kamani's going to step into the room and and kind of look around. Okay. Um, Gavani, can you make me an investigation check, please? What's the stained glass look like? Um, you can see that the stained glass looks to be a beautiful bouquet of dahlias, dark red in color, um, with a singular mask, like the demon's mask, looking out over the crowd. My investigation check was a five. Um, it's a very nice room, considering that it's in a sewer. This is a very right. nice room, uh, given it's in a sewer. Did we see this stained glass from the other side when we were in the theater? Um, Qu no, Quincy's gonna look at the sheet music. Is it similar to the one downstairs? Uh, some of them, yes. Some of them are completely different. Looks like there were ones where he was attempting to write that song downstairs and just scrapping it. And then there are other ones strewn about. Um, you see all of them are songs of longing, songs of heartbreak and despair. Is, is this what you wanted? Just someone to perform your music or... Or are you trying to look for hope? I mean, if he was looking for hope, there are better ways to do it. No, I mean, right, right. And I'm still upset about that, believe me. But I don't know, people. He could have. He could have hurt any one of us. He obviously has magic and he was carrying a rapier, but even though everyone Which attacked begs... him, he didn't He didn't hurt any one of us. That begs an important question. Where is he now? I'm not sure. He, I... he was here and he heard your song and he opened the door, and there was darkness, and then he was yes. gone. Well, that simply doesn't make sense. Why would he take you and then leave you when when we found you again? He wanted to hear someone just, sing. I just... But it's not as simple as that. The... the, the theater the performance is incomplete uh, and and yes quincy i know this isn't the real play i figured that out quite oh, well by you? now but i think for him 
Yes. I think for him, though, it is. He wouldn't end it like this. Unresolved mm. and... With the pain out there looking, in the world. The looking at the sheet music, does it look like there's... Like, a part of it incomplete? Or does it look like the performance just isn't done yet. See that there are two other whole arrangements. One is a song of lament of the fact that there was hope but it was dashed away. And the final song a song of wistfulness like like one day maybe there could be hope you can't decide how to end it can you perhaps he needs Jolene to decide Jolene why don't you pick a song you yeah. sing one I'm I'm not I'm not mm. a singer. Uh, I mean, he mm. liked my voice well enough to open the door. Uh, maybe I can give it a shot. It's not you he took in the first place. It's not you he wanted. He took all you, four of us. You know what? All the rest of the theater gone. Wait, 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 wait. But why? I just you and I me just had money. a better idea. Jolene, why don't we each take one of these songs? And and we'll, um, I I remember there was a there's a type of song that you and I were singing at the uh, at the karaoke a, a like a round you know where you sing one part or one singer sings one part and then one singer sings the next in kind of the in that fashion like that let's try to do that maybe combine this idea of hopelessness with the wistful hoping for hope? I don't know if that fully makes sense or not. Well, if I haven't heard poetry before, then that is it. Uh, it's, it's worth a shot. Um, so, with that... Yes. Uh, wh what did Jolene say? Um, and just, uh, what, what, are, what are we supposed to do? How, how does this, uh, how are we going to help? I think we start by just singing it, and if it doesn't work, we'll try something else. We give voice to his grief. Yeah. And longing. But we also give voice to his hope. Yeah. Yeah. That free the man behind the mask. I, I think that sounds rather beautiful. Uh, here seems or... like a good a place as any, unless we can walk back down to the stage. We'd also have to turn the lights on if we go back to the stage. Does anyone know uh, how to do that? I don't. 
I'm tapped out at the moment. Um, unless he were willing to provide the light, Quincy just says out loud to the room, thinking he might be listening. Nothing happens. Then... And I guess we... Just try it here. I mean, he invited us up here. Hmm. Where did you say he disappeared, Jolene? Um, he opened the door, and then there was darkness, and he was gone. Darkness like the lights went out? Uh, yes. Hmm. Um, can I go, can I do investigation check on just the area around the door? Sure, make an investigation check. Gosh, why can't I do this? It's a nine. Yeah, you don't find anything. Uh, Would anyone yeah, else like sure, do an investigation I guess check? I'll, I'll, or, you know what, I'll help, uh, Briar, so Briar has advantage, that's way better. I'm actually going to go up to the mask on the stained glass and just out of a hunch sort of press my hand to it, sort of see if it feels warm or if there's some sort of essence of life or energy behind the visage of the mask. So you press your hand to the glass and all of you spin on the spot and find yourselves standing on the stage. And you see the demon sitting at an organ off to the side on the stage, holding his side where there's a bunch of blood just kind of pouring from as he kind of, you see a small, small bit of light emanate from his hand closes the wound and he takes his hand off there wipes it, his hands with a rag well that was certainly unexpected fascinating I'm I did not know that you saw her as I do. I am sorry. Uh, since she isn't hurt, I can forgive you. I, uh, I can't condone kidnapping or anything like that, but I know that to know Jolene, it's pretty hard not to love her. Impossible, I would say, but... You certainly owe her an apology, but... I think if you can spare that, I'd be willing to finish your song. If I can. I I'm not, you know, the best vocalist or anything. Songs are, are our emotions laid out for all the world to see. 
Then, sir, would you do us the honor of bearing your face to us as we perform this last act with you? You don't need to hide in shame anymore. It is easier to hide behind the mask for fear of the monster beneath. I'm afraid I have been shunned from society. Uh, Quin unable to. Quincy will be a walk part up of behind and put a hand on his shoulder and say, Uh. I make my living fighting monsters much more terrifying than you. And generally, you're only a monster if you choose to be. Briar, very inappropriately timing, starts to like make an audible sniffle as he's like holding back tears. Um being moved by the moment. Gamani's gonna place a hand on his shoulder and wipe a tear from her eye. Stunning. Just stunning. What a... Just speaking from the heart. Jeez. All these... Ugh. I'll land on Gamani's shoulder and just sort of uh, lean against her cheek. He stands up and looks at you, Quincy. May I? Uh, yes? He slowly removes his mask. And as he does... You see a very young face. Couldn't be more than 19. Burned. All throughout. Eyes gray and dead. A shock of black hair on top of his head. And he looks over at Jolene. Jolene, I am sorry. I did not know. Jolene, I am sorry. And now I will go. I'm sorry for the heartache. And for the things I've done. Jolene, I am sorry. But happy you have your one. He drops the mask to the stage as the lights cut off. And as they come back on, you all are standing on the stage. The Demon of Song nowhere in sight. Jolene just kind of holding the mask. Quincy quietly claps for the performance. It was beautiful.
and then gives him a slight bow and or just to the air and then turns to Jolene uh, Quincy kind of wipes a tear from his eye well darn he apologized <sighs> could have stuck around a little bit Uh, Kamani's gonna sniffle, wipe another tear from her eye. You know, this was not the performance I came here expecting tonight, but... Goodness, it was more beautiful mm. than I could have imagined. It, it certainly was. And he's kinda gonna pull Jolene to him and just hold her. Are you okay? Mm. She holds you back. Yes, I'm, I'm fine, dearest. I just wish there was more that we could do. I, you seemed so in pain. I think... I think he's found peace. And you helped him find it. Oftentimes the only thing we can do with pain is let it out. Agreed. Do you think, perhaps, if it's not too late, we could sing for him now? Uh, I, I suppose. I mean, we have a whole stage. Well, Jolene, would you like to kick us off? Oh, no, 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 that's... That's a Jolene. terrible idea, really. Um, Same. Uh, yes. a little bit. Oh, yes. <laughs> I... Oh. He, uh, he, he can't compose himself right now. Oh. Expect, I expect a ring. Um, so well, you better... <laughs> I guess my only concern is uh, what ring could be worth as much as what I think of you. 
Well, take your time okay. doing it. Okay. Maybe one that like makes you completely invincible. Like. <laughs> and and now he's just kind of imagining like what what possible insane magic things he could put in a ring. I mean, he doesn't understand magic well enough to know how that works, but. <laughs> Uh. Darling, th this show, your song was beautiful, and I... <sighs> I can't even... And, and he just kind of holds her tightly to himself, because he can't... He can't... Would you... Would you sing something for me? Let's see. Hard to think of lyrics, cause... I mean, your name alone is a song on my lips. Right, just audibly awes. Jolene. <laughs> Jolene. I, I can't just... Forever and always. Just tell me how you feel. Forever and always, my queen. And of all the monsters I've seen, all the light and dark and miracles that there's ever been, nothing. Nothing compares to calling you mine. And he kisses her. He just swoons and kisses you back. And uh, it is a very long kiss because... Um, Jolene doesn't need to breathe, and Quincy can hold his breath for up to four minutes at a time, so... It's a long one. Imani oh. and Briar, what are you two doing during the meantime? Yep, rules is written. That's rules is written. <laughs> um... Uh, Kamani is going to give them just a little bit of privacy and turn her back on them with with Briar still on her shoulder. She's gonna she's just gonna nuzzle his his head with her head. They're just so sweet. I'm so glad we did this. Oh, I am too. Would you like to? Perhaps, um, do this again? 
<laughs> Only if there are no more demons. Well, oh, well, I hope maybe that's one or two. You were quite handy there with those axes. Very impressive. Oh, thank you. I've been, I've been practicing. I have a I have an axe throwing room back in my house. Brilliant. Would you like to come try it out? I also have smaller throwing stars, if that's more your style. Why not? At this point, at the front doors open, all of them. And you see the demon of song out front, just waiting. Oh. Um, well, um, I, I guess it's, uh, time for us to head on home. Yes. Um, <laughs> would, would you mind terribly giving us your name? Yes. My name is Anders. Bill Anders. And Quincy extends his hand. Just like he does to anyone he meets. It's, uh, it's been a wild time getting to know you. I am sorry for the pain and I am sorry that I did this to you. Mm. And he looks at you and then he looks at Jolene and he looks back to you. Quincy kind of nods. If, uh, if you promise not to do any of this again, I'm sure that we would both like to see another performance of yours. Well, I hope one day I'll be able to live out here around everyone without the ridicule, but I don't think that day is now. I mean, I will say, like, there's already... Some very wild people living in Douglas, so I don't think that day is as far away as you might think. I mean, for now, you got at least two people willing to... Oh, four. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, got at least four people willing to come see you. It's a start. You can count us in, that's for sure. Absolutely. You were all too kind. I don't deserve it. Well, mercy's a lot like love that way. It's not about deserve or don't deserve, it's a gift.
Hope to see you around. Uh, Quincy will, yeah, kind of tip oh, yeah. his or nod his head and uh, walk off. Jolene kind of hovers for a minute and looks at you, hands Anders his mask back, and you see her just kind of give him a small hug. And uh, if you need anything, just come by, just... Ask yeah, just of, just knock. A lot of this could have been avoided if you just came around and asked. Sometimes you need to knock twice. That 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 much is true. <laughs> oh, I, that's. I, I don't that's know if that's a reference to something or just a common saying. <laughs> Kamani's uh, gonna walk over to where her carriage is waiting and and turn to look at Briar as he's perched on her shoulder and say, "You know, I'd I'd like to give you a kiss, but don't worry, if you don't like it, you can give it back." <laughs> oh dear! He just sort of laughs and and uh goes to flutter in front of her face. That is a good one. Kamani's going to lean in and very gently so as to not knock him back or down uh, push her lips against Briars. And he will respond in kind. And with that, we zoom forward. Three days. Quincy and Jolene you two are having brunch at the Toasted Mike Nid when you're in into Gamani and Briar, also having brunch oh. on the patio. Hey, Gamani, Briar! How have you two been? You. Oh, Quincy, wonderful to see you. Ah, uh, well, what have you two been up to? Well, I've just been looking for some new mystery and conundrum to research. Always more magic tons to, un to discover. I've recently come across a new a new carving for my for my home, and so I'm just trying to find the perfect location to display it. <laughs> She's tried well, four uh... already. Uh, you know, Jolene, she is uh, a scholar, uh, a real historian right here. Uh, she, I'm sure, would be able to help you with all kinds of artifacts and uh, whatnot. Yes, I'm, I'm quite well versed in uh, all manner of uh, ancient artifacts and such. Well, that is 
brilliant. I am a field research librarian, you know, and uncovering the mysteries of magic and art from all periods of time. It's my specialty. We'll have to simply get together and discuss it. Uh, you'll have to stop by Vey at the university. The university? Well, there's an invitation I've been waiting for for a long time. Oh, we'll never split these two uh, up, will we, Quincy? Well, uh, certainly hope so. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean uh, it like that. Quincy, as you kind of look back at the table, as you both were kind of looking up at Gamani and Briar, uh, you look down and there's a small parcel in front of you that was not there before. It's uh, wrapped in black with a black bow That's on top strange. of it. Uh, Quincy will, I guess, first inspect it to see if it's a trap. Okay. Give me a slight of hand check. 21. Uh, you don't see any obvious traps. Just a good habit to get into in this world. So many people just deliver cur uh, cursed or trapped packages. Um, uh, uh, he'll he'll begin to open it. you unwrap it, you open it, there is a bit of black parchment paper in there. And as you kind of look around, you see a beautiful silk uh, red like asket tie. Oh. And uh, a you'll, singular you'll note. Open the note. As you open the note, it says... Never forget to always speak and sing from the heart. And that's what we'll end tonight's session. Ah. Oh.